That wasn't me. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the PSN Party Podcast. I am your host, Sergeant Sentinel. I am joined by my co-host, the always phenomenal, always exceptional BMG. Also joined by I'm a Ghostbuster Ash, the GM of XBN Network, and our very special, as always, exceptional guest, Luke Steele. How is it going, Luke? Yeah, very well. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Great to have you on another episode of the PSN Party Podcast. Um, Before we do get started with today's topics, I do want to ask each one of you what you've been playing this week. I know with Ash, he's probably been playing 64 different games, um, but that's cool. Just pick your top, like, one or two. Oh, right. So what have I been playing? Do you know what? I, I, I actually have played a few this week. Um, mainly because I had a bit of a break playing stuff, getting a bit tired of like um, what I was playing. So I've gone back and I started playing a load of games for review. So I'll not talk about the ones that I've got coming for reviews. You can see them. They're all going up. I put three live today. There'll be more tomorrow. There's bloody loads coming. Um, but games I have been playing, uh, we love Katamari Reroll plus Royal Reviri. Um, it's the sort of remaster remake of the we love katamari game i love katamari so i was very happy to get that um like a sad b-starred i bought sweet bakery tycoon for like a quid and i've been playing that quite a lot as well it's one of those really it's on xbox but it's basically like a um you have a cafe and you have to make like cakes and stuff for people it's so bad it's literally one of those like you play that on a mobile for free, but I was like, you know what? I played the I played another one. It was like Food Truck Tycoon by the same person. Um, but yeah, um, that's what that's the two on Xbox I've been playing. And also, I tell you something I haven't played. I don't know if anyone else has got it. Song Pop Party. It's like a party quiz game about music. That's really really good. It was on sale a couple of weeks back, so I highly recommend that if you're into like your music and also your quizzes. So that's how I cannot play it. <laughs> I love nice. I love quiz games. I have like a, you know on Xbox you can set the groups up. I have like a family game night group which is full of like all of the Jackbox party pack games, um loads of like mini game sort of style games, stuff like that. Stuff I can when the family's round or got friends around, you can have a laugh and play sort of quick little games. So that's nice. one that's on there. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, it's always nice having them. And like, I've got, I've probably got about 30, 40 games in it now. It's slow. Every time I see one on sale, like a, a puzzle, like a quiz game or a, a party game, I tend to pick them up. Um, I, they just sent me Jackbox 9 for a review. So that'll be going up on the website soon as well. Nice. Um, Very nice. So I'm only missing seven now. So I'm going to pick seven up. I think seven's on sale this week on Xbox. I'm hoping to pick it up in the next couple of days. And then I have one to nine, basically. So I'll be happy with that. Um, PlayStation, I haven't played a huge amount this week. I've been um, sort of focused on like the backlog of Xbox stuff, but I've been sent a load of VR games to play, so I'm looking at um, playing some of these uh, PSVR 2 games, and I keep umming and ahhing about buying the the Walking Dead VR game, but I saw a video review of it earlier, and I'm like, do I want that or not? I'm not sure. So The most recent Walking Dead game they came out with? 
yeah, yeah, it's like Saints or Sinners or something like that. Oh, that that one was rough, wasn't it? It's like an RPG VR yeah. game, and I was like, I, I like VR games, but I'd like that I don't want a twenty-hour campaign. Yeah. I want like something I can jump on for t- half an hour, an hour at a time, and then chill to. I want like music games. I want yeah. shooting games like that. I don't want to have to be like walking around a city doing all this stuff in VR because one traversing never normally feels great in VR. That's the downside of VR. And yeah. two, who wants to wear a VR helmet for that long? Like I like to put games on. I'll play them for like an hour, then I'll take my helmet off and have a breather, and I'll have a shower because I'm like drenched because it's bread hot and stuff like that. So. But yeah, I'm looking. I was hoping to jump on the uh, PS5 for a few games, but I haven't had time to yet. I, I will. I will though. Um, I've sort of caught up on my 360 stuff, so I'm going to play Omen of Sorrow, which is like a uh, a fighting game from East Asia Soft, and it's like Dracula and Frankenstein's monster and stuff like that in a fighting game. So. That's definitely that. sounds like an interesting premise. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not saying it's a great game. I played it on Xbox when it was originally released. It didn't even have a story mode or anything, but they've like, right. re- like updated it and then uh, released it on other systems. So they've sent me a copy on PlayStation, and I'll play through this camp I'm, I'm, for fighting games. I prefer to play through the story, like the the, the arcade mode and the story. And then I sort of I, I don't like playing online against people. I, I'm not that good. And if I wanted to be beaten by everybody, I'd find so I'd go play football or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah. At least I'd get like my heart rate up a bit more and stuff. But yeah, no, it's it's been it's been a honestly a slow week. I, I keep wanting to get that Crash Bandicoot four v four game, guys. Tell me in chat why I should or shouldn't get it. Yeah. Like, it's it's looking at me, and also I'm sad. I really want to pick up. I've seen a good price online for that. Um, Oh, what's it called now? That first-person, semi-open world sort of—is it like a, a policey gangster game that came out a bit back? It's got loads of like well-known actors in and stuff, but it's supposed to be oh, gosh, Rock, Crime Rock Boss, Rock, City. yeah, Rocket yeah, thirty-five quid. It's not worth I've, it. I've seen it for about seven fifty, so I'm tempted at seven fifty. That sounds I'm, all right. It might but... be worth it at seven fifty because I have heard a lot of people say it's rough. So. <laughs> but... <laughs> But yeah, that, that's me. I've sorry I've ranted and rambled and stuff, but um yeah. Fimber, I'm on about the crash team battle. I can't remember what it's called. Crash and his friends do 4v4 multiplayer arena combat. Hmm, now you have me curious I haven't heard much about this game, so I'm I'm tempted to look it up later. Yeah, it just came out, it released today, and I got some money for Father's Day to get a, a game. I was gonna get that Walking Dead VR game, but I've got like six VR games now that I haven't played yet. Yeah. That I've got to play through, and I'm, after watching that video review, I'm a bit like, mm. whereas a Crash multiplayer game sounds a bit fun. But I'd probably yeah. enjoy it quite a bit. I, I think I would go with the Crash game because that, yeah, yeah, the Walking Dead game they said was really rough. So, <laughs> yeah, Luke, um, I'm going to come to you next. You are a special guest. Uh, what have you been playing this week? PlayStation, Xbox, doesn't really matter. Either one. Or PC. I know you're part of the PC Master Race. So, (laughs) (laughs) it's all good. Um, Yeah, I've actually uh, been playing some different bits, but the main thing I'm playing is uh, is Diablo 4 still. Um, So, I'm nearly at the soft level cap of that, and I'm not too far away from finishing finishing the story. Uh, And then I'll be into 
you know all the end game stuff so i've been loving that i just think it's um just very moorish in the way that diablo is i'm a big diablo fan anyway so i knew i'd enjoy it but um that's really good uh what else have been playing um i've been playing a bit of planet of lana as well uh actually on xbox um which is good so far i've not played loads of it but um i've enjoyed what i've played uh i've been playing a tiny bit of gt7 just as kind of a pickup and you know do a couple of races sort of thing and then move on um and then uh i've actually been i've actually twice played through the um the final fantasy 16 demo um because it has like two parts it has basically the the first two hours and then a, a special scenario kind of later in the game for so you can kind of experiment a bit with the combat and see what that's like um right. so yeah so and i really really enjoy that I'm really looking forward to that releasing on thursday i think um so that will be cool are you a big final fantasy fan or is this like one of the first titles that you've really been interested in no i'm a, I'm a big final fantasy fan um so yeah i've been looking forward to this for uh, a long time really so um that was one of the rare ones that I actually quite enjoyed final fantasy 15 as well so um but uh yeah i i uh i think this one is is going to be a lot better than that one i think it's going to be really if the first two hours are any indication i think it's going to be a very good game but i mean it could fall apart halfway through i don't know yet but certainly so far it's 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 very very engaging straight away uh which is a good sign nice and you said uh you're still playing through diablo 4 have you have you beat it yet or you're still working your way through no so i'm i'm in the i'm in the last uh nearly at the last act um so uh i've mainly been just doing side quest stuff i mean the whole the whole game levels with you so you're never you're never kind of too overpowered um in the story or anything like that everything everything scales with you so I've just been doing a lot of the side stuff because I just like the the story is actually for a Diablo game quite good. Um, yeah, you know, it's I think that's been recognised by a lot of people. Um, but uh, it, the, I think the, you know, it's just really fun to play that game. Like the moment to moment gameplay is some of the some of the best out there. Um, so I just enjoyed like doing the side quests and, you know, grinding a little bit and getting my level up and then, you know, trying to mix up my build and um, do all that sort of stuff. Uh, I was trying for ages to get the mount in the game so you could yeah. actually ride around, which you don't actually get until very late in the story, which is a bit of a okay. weird, weird choice, but I've got that now. Um, yeah, I'm just really enjoying it. I, it's, yeah, it will be, it'll be up there for my games of the year, I'm pretty sure. So what level are you at right now in Diablo 4? Uh, 48 or 49. So and there's, there's 100 levels that you can get to in Diablo 4, right? Yeah, there's a soft cap, which is 50, okay. um, at which point the Paragon skill tree opens and then there's another 50 levels. Um, I see. But the leveling when you get up to sort of level 45 onwards is really slow. Like it takes a lot of XP just to hit another level. Um, so, uh, so to get there will take a long, a pretty long time, I think. Sounds like it has a lot of replay value though. 
Yeah, I mean, it's effectively endless um, because um, as soon as you open up, even when you've opened up the Paragon tree and you've maxed that out, which will take you a long time. Yeah. Uh, once you beat the once you beat the campaign, um, things like world bosses open up properly. Um, capstone dungeons, which are kind of procedurally generated nightmare dungeons, open up. Um, there's there's other things that open up as well. Um, so, um, it, like, there's so much content there anyway like the, the story's pretty long yeah. um so i think it's it's actually very good value for money i would say i think you you do get a lot out of it out of it and i think it's it's all quality so um and then nice. i think maybe next month the the battle pass starts as well um which is a bit weird for a 70 dollar game to have a paid battle pass but you know it will yeah. give more content I guess Did I see on um, Twitter that you have to use a new character for each battle pass or something like that. Yeah, but that was in the Diablo Three as well. It's it's I um I kind of get why they do it, but equally, it's, the problem is that at the minute nobody knows what um, the battle pass will have in it. So it will be mostly. I think it's mostly cosmetic, obviously, or nearly all cosmetic. Are they resetting then, your level with the battle pass? Uh, no, but the point is that when you start the battle pass, you have to start a new character. Oh, that's so right. you can't you can't take oh. you know I'll I'll have my I don't know level sixty necromancer. I can't use that uh, toward the battle pass. I have to start a new seasonal character effectively to do the battle pass. I see. Um, and then they get kind of retired, and then you, next battle pass you do the same thing. So um, I can see the pros and cons for it. Um, I do find it a bit frustrating that, you know, you work on one character for so long and then, you know, you're kind of, you're just stuck doing non-Battle Pass stuff with that character. Meanwhile, you've got yeah. a separate characters to do Battle Pass stuff. So it's definitely really, a curious, a curious decision on their part to do that. Yeah, I don't, I don't exactly know the rationale. Um, Diablo 3 didn't have a Battle Pass, but it had seasonal um content stuff that was very similar right. where you would you would have to start a new character um and i guess it makes it more interesting to some extent because you can obviously pick something that you haven't used before you know you could uh, i could go and pick a barbarian and run a character with that but equally um yeah i can like i can see the issues with it we'll see what it's like when the battle pass actually comes out yeah do you think that do you think if there's enough negative feedback about that that blizzard will respond maybe yeah maybe although to be fair to them they have communicated this for a while um yeah so i, d I don't know why it's just suddenly picked up a, a lot uh, i think it's because of a tweet rod ferguson replied to um okay. but they 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 were saying this prior to launch as well um so uh, i mean if there's enough storm possibly although then again you know, Blizzard's response to stuff like Overwatch 2 hasn't exactly been stellar. So, um, yeah. you know, when, when it's coming for criticism, so we'll see, you know, maybe the it'll be different for Diablo. But um, so far, I mean, obviously, most people are still quite high on the game, but that will change, you know, naturally that changes as the content starts to dwindle off and everybody's like, right. where's, where's the next thing and what decisions are you making? So we'll see. Nice, nice. Before I jump in, before I go to BMG, I want to thank you, BMG, for becoming a new member of our channel. And I do want to, let me see, I know you had put in a super chat there. Thank you so much, BMG. We greatly appreciate it. PlayStation Showcase Part 2 Incoming Baby. Probably not. So, <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. Who knows? Maybe 50-50, right? 
What have you been playing this week, BMG? Beside, okay, besides Destiny Two and Marvel Snap, what have you been playing this week? <laughs> well, I've, to be fair, I've not actually played a great deal of Destiny Two. I've not, I've not really had the time. Uh, Marvel Snap, oh yeah, got to get, got to get a game in a week. You know, it's it's well, week a day, sorry, not a week. Um, what have I done there? Oh, I've gifted one XPN network membership to someone, so someone will get that. Enjoy, enjoy. Um, oh, God, I think you have to, to um, you have to choose someone, don't you? It, I don't know. It didn't didn't say. Let's let's have a look. What do we click here? You have to tell me how to do it because I can't. Find oh, no, it, it says gifted one XPN. Let's have. It just says you gifted. It doesn't say who to. <laughs> right. Well. Some, oh someone's got it. Someone's got it. Yeah, there you go. So hopefully, it'll uh, appear appear with somebody. But I'm sh- I'm enjoy. sure you have to pick it on your on your thing. I'm sure. I'll figure it. I'll figure it as as we go as we go on. Yeah, um, I, think, I think you send them a link to it or something. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, so what else? What have I been playing? I've just finished. I finished it uh, earlier today. I had a couple of hours. So. And before just before the show, so I finished off Star Trek Resurgence, oh, nice. which is a good game. I actually enjoyed it. There's, there's some bugs and a bit, uh, bit robotic voices here and there, where you know that can be fixed by patching. Movement's a bit funny, but uh, it's good. Good story. Um, it, it starts off okay, has a bit of a lull like in the middle but like towards the end is where you're getting all the action stuff which is really really good where you're literally flicking from um one character to another constantly back and forth back and forth so but um yeah yeah it's, it's really really good really enjoyed it um for the price point as well i think it was 34.99 i use my um, microsoft reward points to get it um, because I've just not used them forever, so I thought, oh, you know, pick 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 that game up. So yeah, played that. Uh, and I was gonna start Cyberpunk, but it's got like a 30 gig patch today. So I thought, mm, we'll come back to that. We'll leave we'll leave that. I, but I, I am waiting for Cyberpunk though, because when the new DLC comes out, it's getting like a game overhaul as well for free. Like there's a patch coming out, it redoes basically the entire game for free. Without having to buy the DLC, like there's the progression oh. changes, the gameplay, like they fix a lot of more. There's a lot of stuff changing. I, nice. I'm the same. I after watching that trailer and everything, I was like, I need to play this. And then I saw that yeah. they're updating it soon, so I thought, well, I'll, I'll wait. There's no point starting it if it's going to feel totally different when I'm like ten and twenty hours in. Do you know what I mean? So. Yeah, I thought it was just the ending. I thought it was just the end. There was adding an extra ending. There's actually all other stuff as well. The change. Yeah, yeah. There's loads of. Um, I'll see if I can find it while while we're talking. Let me see if I can find it while you keep going. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. doing stuff like the um, so all the skill trees changing. Um, they're overhauling the police system, um, like refining the gunplay. There's there's like there's quite a lot. Actually, uh, other like ancillary to the actual ah. Phantom Liberty stuff, so it's it is probably worth waiting to do a playthrough when that comes out. Oh, that's fair then. Then then I yeah. will put that one on hold <clears throat> until uh, until I um, until they drop that patch because it drops. Is it September Phantom Liberty? 
September? so. Oct- September, October. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, somewhere around then. Yeah, somewhere around there. Oh, I might as well hang on. I just thought it was an ending they were they've, they were adding, but no, the fact that they're adding, they're doing bigger changes. I'll I'll wait. Um, but while I was waiting, you know, did get, didn't because it had good job it had a patch that dropped. Then otherwise, I'd have been quite annoyed starting it. <laughs> yeah, the, the patch, um, the patch but, is like a bug fix that fixes bugs that have been there since launch, basically. So people who do play it, they'll be very happy. But the 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 big patch is coming with the DLC, I believe. It's it's it sounds really good. I, there's a I'm sure there's an article or a video by CD Projekt Red somewhere online you can check out, and it tells you everything. So I it's nice to see it. they're they're sticking with this game and they're really trying to support it. You know, yeah, yeah. Except yeah. multiplayer because they've sort of killed that, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. gone. That's dead. We're not complaining that. No, well, I no, think no. you know. I kind of feel like they're trying to restore um, the faith and goodwill in the that the community had for them before the next Witcher game comes out because they really want people to be excited for it. You know. Yeah. Well, well, I'll hold off and I'll, uh, I'll I'll see I'll see what what happens there. Um, and other than that, I've started and literally I'm about. 10 minutes maybe into it um sherlock holmes chapter one so mean the first, cha- the cha- first sherlock holmes game the the ones that um they've released on the playstation 5 they released um sherlock holmes chapter one and the remade um sherlock holmes the awakened didn't they which, okay. All right. Which the Awakened came out a couple of months ago. So, but it was on sale for for I think for twenty one ninety nine. So I picked I picked it up. So I'm going to make my way through the Sherlock Holmes games um, to to tie me over for like they'll probably take me you know two or three months to get through anyway when everything starts dropping because you yeah. know there's that many games coming out that I want to play like Assassin's Creed Mirage, obviously Spider Man Two, you know, Game of the Year, which. We we all yeah. know. Uh, you, you've obviously got Starfield. Um, I'm hoping Hell Divers two drops um, over the summer, which would be quite cool because I loved the first game. I don't know if it's anything you guys played. Hell Divers. Um, doesn't ring a bell. I don't think it's yeah. yeah it's it's place it. place yeah PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, it's like a top down top down view twin stick shooter. Uh, where you can end up killing your own teammates with your line of fire, and literally mm-hmm. think um, S- uh, Starship Troopers, Starship where Troopers. you got, yeah. yeah. And the idea is everyone's connected in the game, and you're fighting a constant war, uh, and you're trying to do missions, repel the enemy to take over um, different areas on different planets. And at the end of like, I think it's like a week um, or two weeks when they come to the reset, it's rather. The you know Hell Divers one or the um, the Aliens one, but it's really really good game, really really fun. You can have it's such, such a laugh. I think it's four player co op, um, but really really fun, and I highly recommend playing it. But yeah, the second one they've pretty much the same game, but they're going with um, third person. Was it first first person? Sorry, first person I think or third person, um, and same sort of mechanics. You you know you're fighting this big huge war with waves of aliens while trying to complete missions at the same time, and uh, but obviously not twin stick shooter so to speak. So, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So I'm hoping hoping that drops. I've got a list of stuff that I want to play, but uh, <laughs> well, 
Nice. So, that's it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think after um, all the shows that we've had over the past week or so, I think a lot of us have lists right now of the games that we're looking forward to that are, you know, upcoming. One of those, obviously, is Spider-Man 2. Um, however, Spider-Man 2 has a deluxe edition that offers bonus suits, and they can't be unlocked through gameplay, unfortunately. Insomniac Games has confirmed that the 10 bonus suits offered with Marvel's Spider-Man 2 PS5 Digital Deluxe Edition cannot be unlocked in the game. Some fans were hopeful that those who don't want to fork out extra cash would be able to unlock them via gameplay, but Insomniac said nope. Luke, what are your thoughts about that? Do you, is that is that a decision that you agree with, or is that something that you don't necessarily agree with? Um, I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't agree with it generally. I don't, um, I don't think it's that big of a deal personally. Like, it, at least to me, right? I'm not, I'm not that that pressed by it, to be honest. Um, I don't know if I'll get the deluxe edition, and I, I do think some of the suits in in it are actually really cool, really creative. Yeah. Um, so I, th I think it is a shame if you don't get that that you can't get them uh, in the in the base game as just an unlockable. But like, I mean, it's just the way of games at the moment, isn't it? Like every every even single player games, pretty much every single player game has some kind of pre-order bonus um and sometimes it's stuff you can get in the game but more often than not it's 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 not so um yeah um yeah I, I, like it does it does it does suck because in in one sense because some of those suits are really really cool um so it would be good to have them even if you didn't have the um the deluxe edition but is it is it like a huge deal to me no it's not yeah bmg i know you're a big spider-man 2 fan um, what are your thoughts on this? Is it something that bothers you that much, or, or are you not really bothered too much by it? Um, to, to be honest, um, I, I've just got a feeling that you're going to see a lot of suits in the game anyway. Because, um, you know, look at Spider-Man 1, they just kept dropping them and dropping them and dropping them, and there's some really good suits. But I think generally I stuck with the... Um, the oh, what's he called? Little, little short English guy that just played Spider-Man. Tom Holland. Tom yeah, Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah, yeah, I stuck with his as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I pretty, I pretty much yeah. just stuck with that that suit to be honest. But, um, and the fact that we're going to get Venom suit, you know, the symbiote suit anyway. I think most people are going to be in that to have its abilities anyway. And I bet you any money, there's multiple different versions of that in game. Um, the, I suppose the ones that are coming with the deluxe edition, they are all, um originally designed and made aren't they by different artists it's not like you know it's like they're like a special bunch for people get the deluxe edition so in a way yeah it's a shame that they're not going to be in there but i'm not overly bothered because usually i find one suit i like and just stick with it anyway i've looked at the suits they, they look good but probably nothing i would use anyway so for me not not overly bothered but I can understand why some people might be a bit upset, but if you're paying more money for the deluxe edition, then yeah, you should get some perks that the standard edition doesn't get. And I know we've seen a, a lot of games where, you know, you get the deluxe edition, you get your unlocking stuff before anyone else does. But yeah, I, I don't mind because I've, I've got a feeling you're going to see numerous different suits in the game for both characters anyway. So I just want I just want the um, black suit, the symbiote suit. That's that's all I'm after. That's all I need. 
that'll complete my life. Ash, what are your thoughts about the Spider-Man 2 news about the deluxe suits not being earnable through gameplay? Does that bother you at all? Well, uh, I, I looked at it and uh, uh, I, I don't really like it because I'm I'm an expert. All I care about is Xbox. Oh, 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 Halo. Where, where's my Halo Master Chief one? Oh, that's all I care about. Oh. My name's Ash. Good answer, I Ash. I, like yeah, I, don't, I don't think he's back yet. He was relocating to another room in his house, so he'll be back eventually. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I... Oh, you've muted yourself, Sentinel. Oh, my God. I can't believe I did that. Oh, my bad. So. No, I agree with you guys, though. If it doesn't affect gameplay and it's just cosmetic, I mean, Deluxe isn't really that serious, you know? It's like, it's um, it's work put in by sometimes different artists. And, you know, like, yeah, there were like 50 suits or something in the original Spider-Man. But to be honest, I only used one or two of them. Unless they have something that really adds to the gameplay, you know, I wasn't really even messing with it. But as far as these suits go, I know Insomniac came out and said, hey, this is the case. I agree with you guys. I don't think it's that big of an issue. You know, I think um, for those people that really do like Spider-Man, they're going to be getting the deluxe edition anyway. So it's just it. But I, I do want to I do. I did want to bring it up because I know that there's going to be a very small portion of gamers that are going to throw a fit about it or, or be very antagonistic about it. And it's like it it's not really worth, you know, concerning I yourselves think, over. It's it's I minor, think we should start. Know. I think we should start a petition. To get Insomniac to to change to change it and not lock it behind right. the paywall. <laughs> They'll be like, "Hey, good news! We're not locking it behind the paywall, but the new price for Spider-Man Two is eighty bucks." Yeah, I'd pay it. <laughs> it's worth every yeah. penny. I, I just mean, want yeah, them bolt mechanics. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's not that serious, but you know, um, Insomniac kind of is the heavy hitter for PlayStation right now, so I think. They, they wanted to come out with this before anyone said anything just because they wanted that transparency. So people already knew, you know, what they were going to, what they were going to be getting with the base game. And since Ash is back, I'll go ahead and ask him. Um, so Spider-Man 2, the suits that come with the deluxe edition, you cannot earn them through gameplay. Does that bother you at all? Or are you not really concerned with that? Well, he can't. Um, he, he answered. He can't go back on what he just said. <laughs> I, I honestly, <laughs> I don't care as such because they're all really ugly suits and they're not comic suits. They're not like canon. Like for me, I want to unlock all of the like the classic Spider-Man suits in game. I don't yeah. really have an interest in Spider-Man's weird hooded wingsuit thing he's wearing in the the pre-order stuff. But yeah. if it's only like costumes, uh, you've got to give some up for a digital deluxe. I don't, I don't spend extra money on stupid digital deluxe games to get the same as everyone else. I, when I pay extra, I want to feel um, like I'm worth more. I, I, I want my game to have better shit in. So that's a good um, point. For me, it's it's not a big deal. It's it, it would suck if they went, ah, oh, right, the black suits locked behind a paywall. Some of the classic Spider-Man outfits are locked behind a paywall that have previously been in the game, but these have been specifically designed for this collector's deluxe edition. So if you want them, pay for them, and you know, a couple of months down the line, they're going to release those suits for like six quid anyway. They always do. Like, yeah, yeah. You, I don't mind that when they release 
like deluxe content later on, six months later or something. It doesn't bother me. It's just it's weird uh, that people are making such a fuss about it. Like out of all the games and all the things to complain about, it's a bit silly. You muted again. Yeah, he's muted yep, again. He's, he's just he's just so um, enthralled no. looking at those horrible, horrible costumes. Uh, <laughs> they are no, like, was... whoever's designed them has never watched or read a Spider-Man comic or watched a cartoon or watched. Yeah, a movie. You know they what? are awful. Yeah, I do like Is the it... classic ones. I do like the classic ones over the newer ones. To be honest, as long as I can unlock amazing Bagman costume, I'm in. That's all I want. That's yeah. the best Spider-Man costume. Be the Batman. Batman. Did, yeah, did anyone go watch the Flash? He's got his costume. He's wearing a Fantastic Four uh, suit and a paper bag on his head. Like 20 people in the entire world watched The Flash. They said every oh. theater was... I, I really wanted to watch The Flash. <laughs> it's a good film. I went. I took I took my son last night. I would and... only go because Michael Keaton is Batman and he's back. That's it. That's it. Uh, you get to see Nicolas Cage as Superman. There's no way. Yeah, yeah. Nicholas Cage he, he was Superman gonna, in it. I've yeah. seen that. I've seen it. It has a be... lot of like the Superman in it, and does yeah. it have uh, George Clooney in it as well? <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. Oh Jesus! <laughs> what a mess. And everything. I, I think that's great. But you don't see the People, bat nips. No, but it, it, he's the Batman with the bat nips. But but there's no Henry Cavill in it. Oh, hey, you, you see a silhouette of him. Yeah, <laughs> Christopher Reeves in it, and he ain't really like really there, is he? But all I've heard <laughs> is. Um, the the CGI is a bit iffy. I've seen yeah. the clip of Nicolas Cage, and I'm like, you coward, you should have given us that film. We all want the <laughs> Nick Cage Superman film. That's I don't think it was want. up to him, though. I don't think it was up to him. And they, they should have given us Batgirl as well, because I keep seeing the keep releasing pictures from Batgirl recently, and oh my yeah. god, the sets on that look amazing. How can you deprive us of more Michael Keaton? Come on, DC. I, I hope it bombs. Because Ezra Miller's a bit of a prick. <laughs> he is. He's a bit of a prick, but he's funny. So funny because, like, uh, Michael, when they go to see where you know, Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne, he's like, it looks like this old hippie guy with long hair and beard wearing one flip flop, beating the shit out of um, the Flash. It's funny. It's really, really funny. Wow. It's I'm, worth watching. I'm going to watch worth it at some watching. point. I'm hoping it comes digitally quicker because it's bombed. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you I think I, I went to a cinema and there was five of us in there. I agree, Thimber. Kick-Ass is awesome. I rewatched one and two. Two's horrible, but one is such a good one. One's, one's very oh, good. Yeah. amazing. Apparently, Nick, they're bringing it back, but not with the main guy. It's going to be a different person. Nick Cage would make yeah. a good Batman. No, he wouldn't. He no, would. No, He'd no, make a really no, good no. Batman. He'd make a good Superman. Let him ruin your favourite hero, not mine. <laughs> no, you know what? If you guys are talking about who would make a good Batman... Scott Adkins would make a good Batman. Hey, do you, nope. you guys know who Scott Adkins is? No. He's from Undisputed. He's a uh, martial artist from the UK. He has the look of Bruce Wayne. He's like six feet, 210 pounds. He has that build. He trains in like 20 different martial arts. He's a great actor. I'm telling wow. you, he would be the ideal Bruce Wayne. Go ahead, Ash. The cooking time. Ash, how about you do this, Ash? Because I know you're always, every time on our podcast, you're always like Googling stuff. Google who Scott Adkins is and put his picture on the screen. And then we can ask everyone in the chat if they think Scott Adkins would make a good Batman. Go ahead. Go ahead. It looks, it looks a bit creepy. Uh, let me find a good picture. We, we've we've already got a great Batman. We've got we've got Pattinson. We've got a great young Batman. That guy is not even Robin quality. 
<laughs> that guy's not even Robin quality. Like, like Robin from Batman and Robin would beat the hell out of Robert Pattinson. Pattinson's totally Batman cool. is like the closest Batman to year one series of comics like there's there's ever been like young uh, Bruce Wayne. He's very yeah. good. He's not yes, he's not he's, he's obviously Wayne, not yeah. classic, you know, Keaton Bale kind of middle-aged, not quite middle-aged, yeah. but that sort of age Batman, but as a young Batman he's actually very good. I mean, Christian, this Christian is who Bale. apparently uh Sentinel thing should be a Batman. That was what? him in John Wick. What? That, that's not the. That's you not said the right find thing. a picture of Scott Atkins. No, I've hold, got on, a picture. hold on. <laughs> hold on. I got it. I got it. Yeah. You said Batman, not Fat Man. Yeah. No. <laughs> what? I told you you saw him from that cooking channel. Give me a second. I'll I'll get the picture. I think Sentinel's got like a folder of pictures of him topless and stuff in movies, hasn't he? Just going to find (laughs) calendar on the wall. I'm I'm googling it right now. I gotta I gotta find it. There was a perfect one. I gotta find it though. Here you go. Um. Yep. Okay. Hold on. Don't know so, who's typing on his keyboard or touching. I'm, I'm just yes. saying that you're wasting my evening tonight with this crap sentence. Okay, like, okay, so all right. people dead <laughs> no, 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 and I'm not. I'm Tell scared. us who your dream man is. Come on, Sentinel, show us I'm your dream you, man. It's Scott Adkins, dude. There's a picture of him circulating on Google that uh, you know is is perfect, man. I'm telling you, it's perfect because this guy <laughs> would be the perfect Batman because he can actually fight. Hold on a second, Ash. I will send it to you in Discord. You can upload it here. How about that? All right, you can do that. it. You can do it. You can just just make an extra. I, I don't want to break. I don't want to break the stream or some shit because I don't really know what. He I'm doesn't doing want these other pictures of him showing show instead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right there, you go. I just sent it. So there you go. You can put it on the. Yeah, but if you put him next to a picture of Batman, that's gonna. That's like. Um... But you look at the guy's build and how menacing he looks. This is this is how he is in real life. Not when he's wearing a fat suit. This, you, is, this is what you like to look at him as. Basically, is that what you're saying? No, no. <laughs> Go ahead, man. You lie. Show our you just, viewers you, what, what he you looks wanna, like. I'm telling you. You want to see him in tight levers with a mask on? There you go. That is Scott Adkins. That like, is a, not Bruce Wayne. That no. is exactly Bruce Wayne. Nah, it's it's, it's like cheap Bruce. Wish Bruce Wayne. <laughs> wish that Bruce is, Wayne. <laughs> that is not true. You look. Our, our current Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne is the guy. The, the the Bruce Wayne right now that we have is Robert Pattinson, who came, who was from those teenage. Fucking vampire. Yeah, but he's a legit know. actor. Like he's a he's a really good actor. Like so an is, actually so good is actor. Scott Adkins. He's in tons of movies, tons of good movies. Yeah, but movies. you can't you can't cast Batman as an unknown. Like no offense to Scott Adkins, but you can't well, I mean, he, you can't cast him as just unknown, a pure unknown. Though, but he's not unknown. I've never heard of him. BMG BMG thought he was the potato he's, man. <laughs> he's been in Jason Bourne movies, no. he's been in one of the John Wick movies, he's been in um what was the other movie? He was in Expendables 2. Um, you have more in... chance. You have he's more been, chance than Chris movies. Pratt. Chris Pratt has more chance of being Batman than that guy off the cooking channel. I'll tell you, you know what, what, right? Chris like, Pratt wouldn't be bad though, because at least he's got some, you know, some size to him. Chris Pratt is related to the Kennedys, I found out this week. Oh Jesus. Yep. <laughs> He married, I heard that um, he I heard married that. Schwarzenegger's daughter, who is a cousin of the Ken- like one of the Kennedys, basically. See, so if he got cast as Batman, Schwarzenegger could give him uh, workout tips so he wouldn't be either fat or super skinny. There you go. Ah. See? 
and he could play Lani back as um, what's he? Oh, come on, Mr. Freeze. That was it. I was going to call him <laughs> Doctor Iceman. Mr. Frosty. Yeah, yeah. You need to watch. Need to watch that Arnold Schwarzenegger thing on Netflix. Oh my god, it's so inspirational. How he's like, he's driven. Like, it makes me think like I've wasted my life because he's like. I wanted to do it, and I did it, and then I did. Oh, you're out. talking about the uh, weightlifting thing? No, it's, it's it's all about all of his life. Yeah. So it starts with weightlifting, and then it goes on to his films, then it goes on to his political stuff. What was his excuse for the bad, bad uh, Terminator films? Oh, well, he didn't talk about those ones. He talks about the positive ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One positive. Yeah, There's only about, one positive um, one. Last action hero bombing, and it made him very sad. And I was like, yeah. that's such a good movie. I love that I as a like kid. That film. I, I did too. I, like I did too. Film. Currently 30 years old now. yesterday, wasn't it? Or the day before. Feel old. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I got to refocus. All right. All right. So we've been going off on a tangent. Tune in next time for Fancast. Uh, right. Right. No, we'll get back to we'll get back to PlayStation. I, I don't know. I, think, I take that back, that suggestion that we should do that <laughs> as a video. Because it'll just be um, Sentinel fawning over this random guy from yeah. nobody scott from, yeah, scott from the cooking channel you, you know, know scott he, he, could, he could play spider-man he could play spider-man scott from the sisters uncle's cousins you know scott <laughs> no probably not no <laughs> we took the nerve there no no and good no, I just think the guy would be good, and it's like it's like these garbage guys keep getting cast as Batman, and I'm like, what the hell is this? Whoa, whoa! Ben Affleck is good as Batman. No, he, he was he was good, but the problem with Ben Affleck is the studio just wasn't supporting him, and you got too many no. people. Warner Brothers trying to run shit. That's why. Well, you can tell. No, because Ben the, Affleck was supposed to direct. Ben Affleck is a great director, and he's a good actor too. But I think he's a great director, and he was supposed to direct a Batman film. And so much happened that he walked away from Warner Brothers. So well, you can, can only tell- imagine the bullshit that's happening behind the scenes. Well, Am I right, in Luke? The Flash. Am I right? Because no he said he wanted to do it. And he walked away from it because he, he just threw his hands up and he was tired of it and he walked away. So, I mean, it's just you have too many people over there that are non-creative, that are running stuff that's supposed to be creative focused. And that's what's screwing everything up. That's why Which Ben Affleck changed now. It's all changed now, isn't it? Because The Flash is the last um, yeah, no, of that another, DC series. There's another Aquaman still. Oh, That's yeah, but nobody's yeah. going to watch that. Did you, did you hear that they test reviewed it and it was that bad that people walked out while the actual some of the cast was sat there as they were previewing the film? Uh, it was that yeah. bad. That's that possible. I just want them see, to bring back. Like all, all I want is them to like just not fuck it up. Like, I don't get why it's so hard. So, yeah, I know what you want. I, you want them to um, do what they did with Carrie Fisher in the Princess Leia costume for Rogue One, and you want them to bring back Adam West for a Batman movie. Oh no, Adam West! No, he's a creep. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You could have seen. Jay, you've seen good hands with James Gunn. James Gunn's done quite well for like the Guardians movies yes. and stuff, and Suicide Squad and Peacemaker. Yeah, but so, he's rebooting. Blue looks good. He's rebooting um, DC with a load of nobody characters. Like, yeah. this Marvel is having the exact same problem. This current phase of Marvel is doing nowhere near as good as the previous ones because they've they're literally picking old like random shit out of a barrel. They're like, what's left at the bottom of the Marvel barrel? Oh, fucking Agatha. Oh, great, that'll do. Give it, give her a thing. Craven. Oh, 
Oh, that bad guy from Spider Man. Yeah, he's gonna fight Spider Man. No, no, he's just gonna be he's gonna be kick ass and he's yeah. gonna look cheesy. Oh, that's yeah. perfect. Put it in. I love how he gets his powers in the trailer. They've just absolutely butchered the co- like I knew they were gonna change it from the comics, but the well, way Well, how did he get his powers in how did he get his so powers in there? In the comics he gets his powers through he has he like makes um like a potion from like jungle plants basically and it yeah. gives him it gives him like you know superhuman strength and stuff which is ridiculous like the jungles the of context, colombia yes in, know in the context were. of the comics it works because craven's kind of a silly character in the comics for the most part right, a bit right. like uh, mysterio or someone like that okay uh, but in the film apparently he <laughs> i've seen the trailer he gets he gets bitten by a lion and <laughs> Like the lion's blood, like gives him powers, like it infuses with his own blood. So Everyone's when the, the fucking like Mufasa, yeah, <laughs> the first option, the first option, like the comic origin, is like silly in isolation. But then you compare it to the, the what they've gone with the movie, and it actually looks realistic or like you know plausible by comparison. So it's yeah. just ridiculous. So just uh, yeah, it just looks terrible. I mean, it's but to be honest. Yet. Black Panther got his power from the magical leaf, right? So you could yeah. say, you could say, you know, magical leaf. Oh. Yeah, it was a magical leaf, right? It was. He had like the magical leaves and the water, and it gave him superpowers. And then he took some more magical leaves that took him away for the for the fight, and he got thrown off the waterfall, and he survived. I know it's completely ridiculous. Magical leaf. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Well, this is the problem DC's going to have. <laughs> Half of the stuff coming, the rebooting Superman for the gazillionth time. Yeah. I mean, with the rate, with the way James Gunn's doing it, it wouldn't surprise me if Uncle Ben dies in fucking Superman's origin just because he's run out of ideas. And then <laughs> it's like the, the who's who of nobody knows any of these characters. Like Suicide Squad only sold because they had Margot Robbie in it as Harley Quinn. Yeah. And, even though it was a great yeah. film, the second one was a good film and led to Peacemaker. If it didn't have Harley Quinn in it and it had been the proper Suicide Squad, nobody would have watched that film hardly compared. No. Peacemaker is awesome. From DC is just yeah. nobody's. The thing is, though, he, he's like, it depends on how you, how you want them to do it because the problem Marvel had was they started essentially with the biggest superheroes they had and then they told that story and then there was nowhere else to go. Really, and they just, you know, obviously they've kept a few back, and they're trying to introduce lesser-known heroes now. Whereas I think he's probably done the right thing to go. Okay, we need like to coalesce around one of the most iconic ones in Superman, but let's build up to, you know, Aquaman and like a new Flash and like all of those kind of bigger ones. I think that's probably a better thing to do rather than blowing your load at once like Marvel did. He also yeah. probably shouldn't have announced all this before Flash and Aquaman came out. And there's now everyone's yeah. like, well, why do I want to watch that? Because it's going to go nowhere. Yeah. Such. Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's horrible, isn't it? It's sad. Because I, I, I hope Flash does all right just because I want to see Michael Keaton as Batman. Do you know what I mean? That's all I want. And yeah. I'll be happy. But I just, oh, I don't know. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully the reboot goes well because you hate to see them try to reboot it and then because you remember they had to reboot it last time and after christian uh christian bale and christopher nolan were basically like hey we're not doing batman connected with superman technically so they kind of had to do a soft reboot of the whole situation and it didn't pan out i'm hoping that with this time that this reboot will work and it'll land you know yeah yeah 
I was upset to find out Christian Bale actually doesn't sound like anything of the voices he does in the film. <laughs> yeah. He's got a completely different accent. Yeah. That was so Crazy upset me. Yeah. So upset me. In the Irish or something like that. He's Australian. He's not Australian. That's what no that that's what everyone <laughs> thinks the British are. We think the British yeah. are Australian. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, you know, technically, Austra- technically Bale, Australians did come well. from Great Britain. He's Welsh. Yeah. Christian Bale, yeah. Australian. Yeah. I don't know shit, he is. God, man. They see that Union Jack on the corner of their flag, and they think that's it. All British and Australians are the same. <laughs> I mean, I get it. You know, UK kind of kicked some people out and sent them to Australia, so I completely get it. They came from you. No, Bale, right? so... we went and conquered the world. You just remember. You oh, right, by the right. skinny old teeth. <laughs> you you if, if we if you let us stick around a bit longer, proper English you would speak. Let's not go oh, there again. Yeah. <laughs> oh right. Right. Yeah. Sorry, PlayStation show. <laughs> right. It's all good. PlayStation show. Got it. Um well good oh. news for PlayStation fans. PlayStation games are not going to PC day one. Yay. Um, I know Luke is, Luke is PC Master Race, so he's like, peasants, I don't care. <laughs> 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 it's all good, though. No, seriously, Luke, though, um, you think that's a good move for Sony? Because I know Xbox does that with um, almost all of their games now, with yeah. all of their exclusives. They go PC day one. Do you think that's a good move by PlayStation to not go PC day one? Uh, I mean, for me, it's not a good move because I'd quite like them to do that um, for obvious reasons. Um, I mean, only they can say, right, if it's a good move for them, as in, like, it probably makes the most business sense for them at present to do that. Yeah. Um, they've kind of been dipping their toe in the water for a really long time with this, you know, bringing it to BC and then um thinking about how long do we wait until we bring like a game that's just released pc and doing all that and i suspect in time that will get shorter i don't know if they'll ever do day you know day one but um yeah i mean look you know that's what they want to do i don't think anybody can really influence that at the moment uh, which is a shame because i'd like i'd like it to be day one but um is what it is, you know, um, and I think the the majority of their sales are on PlayStation. I don't think there's too much crossover, you know. If they were to release it day one on PC, I don't I don't think there would be a lot of crossover in terms of okay, well, someone's now not picked it up on PlayStation because of the PC version. Yeah. Obviously, I'd be someone like that, but I don't think that would be a common position. And even if it was, I don't see what the issue for Sony necessarily is. Albeit, I guess the main issue is that if you're buying it on uh, PC, then obviously they're having to go through Steam, um, where Sony don't don't take all of the money for it, right? So yeah. um, that's that's probably the primary reason, um, and they don't want it to cannibalize console sales on their own ecosystem, probably. Um, so. Um, yeah, uh, shame, but I, I mean, it's not like I don't. It's not unexpected, is it? I mean, they haven't, they haven't even really been shortening the windows in terms of newer games. Stuff like Ratchet and Clank, for example, has taken quite a while to to come to PC. Um, obviously, coming out next month. Uh, I think some of their games will be day one PC, uh, but they'll probably be their multiplayer ones, um, just so they can have a good 
user base for that game day one. Um, right. So like that, their, so that their games as a community. service, basically. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. like the um, it's the highest game called Jade Raymond's game, uh, Fair Games, right? So you right. know that. Oh, that's Jim. Uh, so um, <laughs> you know, uh, something like that. I'm sure will be day one PC uh, and PlayStation. Um, but other stuff, you know, Spider Man Two, obviously not. Uh, yeah, you know, Naughty Dog's next single play game, not. Um, but we'll see. Talking about Naughty Dogs, um, I know they have the factions multiplayer thing that they're still working on. Do you think that would come to PC day one? Uh, if it comes out, yeah, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. Nice. So BMG, aka uh, nephew of Jim Ryan, what do you think about it? Well, I, I'm, so before I answer that, I'm Finbear. You must have taken the quickest food shop run I've ever seen. Literally a minute ago, you're heading out to the shop to get some food, and you're back already. It's just do, melting, do you live in the it? shop? Yeah. Do you just have quickly go and pull on the cow's teats <laughs> in the back? And... Milk delivery from Fabio. He's fast, mate. Yeah. Jeez, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Uh, well, ah, Jim Ryan, smartest man on the planet, as we all know. Best businessman going. You want to sit at the high table and play these games? Get a PlayStation 5. I like the fact that they released the games on PC broken just to show them, you know, you get you get the you get the crap version. You want the premium version? You come to the big boy. You get the PlayStation 5. You hold that dual sense in your hand. You you caress them sacred symbols. That's what it's all about. PlayStation baby. Let's not give anything to PC. Wait, wait. Can you use a dual sense for PC gaming. Yeah, but you'd have to go and buy one. Might as well get the PS5. You're halfway there with the controller. Well, I mean, but Luke, <laughs> Luke have you ever oh. used... Have, oh, well, hold on, hold on. Luke, have you ever used a DualSense on your PC? Uh, no, I haven't, actually. You, you can you can use it, um, but um, not every game will support like all the DualSense features. Um, so That's it's, interesting. It's, yeah. There's only one place you get it all, baby. One place you get it all. That wow. Can't can't be, you know, I don't want to have to go right. Right, I want to play Last of Us Part 1. So let me check the specs on the game. Let me check the specs on my computer. Let me get my spreadsheet out. I might as well do my tax while I'm here. And, you know, do some sums in Excel, a bit of Minesweeper. Oh, no, I can't play the game. I don't need any of that. Please, PS5. <laughs> Let's play best. Greatness, greatness is there. We uh, sit at that. We sit at that high table playing all these good games, and every time one of these games comes out on PC broken, we're all sat there, you know, touching ourselves, laughing. Well, that might just be me. That might just be me that bit. But I do like, I do like the bundle that they're offering. I don't know if we're doing it as a topic. If so, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it. Um, or you could bring it into it. I don't know if you want to. Um, the, the same. They're going to bring out a bundle. PS5 that comes with uh, two years of um, PlayStation Plus, which is awesome. Very nice, very nice. I think that would be. Um, God, I wish I wish they would have had that when I bought my PS5. That would have been nice because I subscribed to it. Um, Don't get on PC. <laughs> I thought PlayStation oh. fans didn't support subscription services. Well, I'm not How technically you? PlayStation fan. Your faces, no. PlayStation fans, no. revolt against it. No, they just they just want to bring greatness to the people that are here. You know, we'll we'll, we'll make yeah. games look worse on the PC because we all know where the best place is to play. <laughs> wow. 
So, Ash, um, do you think that PlayStation games not coming day one to PC like Xbox is a mistake, or do you think they're making the right decision? Well, obviously, they're making the right decision for them financially. They get to charge you way more than the normal price of a game two years after it really should be on sale at that price. Um, they're basically doing the sort of... Um, who's the ones that released... Nino Cooney on Xbox recently, where it's like 11 quid everywhere else, but it's 60 quid on Xbox. That's how PlayStation do it. They don't release it day one, and then they charge you full price because it's you finally get this great game uh, two years later. So for them, they make a shit ton of money, and everyone buys it anyway. So for me, I'd rather it was day one so we didn't have to wait, we didn't have to mess around. Same with day one on the, the subscription services and stuff. It would be much better for me as a consumer. It means I could then yeah. spend more money on other PlayStation games and stuff like I do on Xbox. I spend that money I could have spent on like a, a, a Game Pass day one on a other day one game, and then I'll pick up the, the Game Pass game later on. Um, yeah, I, they're obviously doing it because it makes the big bucks, but hey. They have to downgrade the games to run on PC. No, Ratchet and Clank, they've had, they've had to downgrade Ratchet well, and Clank to run on PC because no, that lightning just, fast SSD. Off the proper specs where it doesn't need an SSD. That's no, all it no. is. Yeah. Not like Starfield. What, what, what is it? You, you can't, if you've got a PC and you've only got a hard drive, might as well chuck that thing out because you need an SSD. Exactly. Look That's at Luke about game. to bring the lightning down on BMG. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Luke. I know I know you have something to say about BMG's um skewed statements. Proceed. It's upset. It's upset that you have just, to play yeah, down the game. Just, uh, I know I am. I am. I am I'm furious. Um absolutely, <laughs> absolutely furious. Um no, I mean, you know, oh. some of that PC ports haven't been very good. Uh, some of them have been good, like Returnal. That was really good. Um, Last of Us was a mess. It's a, a lot better now. Um, Horizon was a bit of a mess. It's good now. Um, God of War's good. Uh, we'll see what Ratchet's like. I think it's it's Nixus, though, doing that, so it should be really good. Mm. Uh, I don't think they've released specs for that yet, but it will be <laughs> it will be surprising if the minimum spec isn't an SSD. Have you played... Um, um, did you play it? Ratchet and Clank, um, the new game yeah. on PS5. Yeah, yeah, loved it. Yeah, I, I loved it too. Quite I think really um, I think mm-hmm. PS PC gamers are definitely getting um, one of PlayStation's best exclusives this generation. I think it was. I mean, yeah. I played it. I I was kind of late to the party, but I played it when it came to PS Plus Premium, and I was blown away by how great of a game it is. Really great. Yeah, it's really good. It's a really really good game. You know, and I I know. Ash brought up before about um, how, like, some of the PlayStation gamers don't really support the uh, subscription services too much. But I do think, I think the PlayStation Plus Premium service is definitely worth picking up. If, you know, for those of us that are serious about gaming, because they have so many games that are always coming to the service, they have tons of games in it. Um, There's actually, what is today? Today is the 20th. So it's coming sometime today. Uh, 27 new games are coming to the PlayStation Plus game catalog. Included among those, of course, um, Far Cry 6, Tacoma, Solstice, Deus Ex Mankind Divided, Killing Floor 2, um, Thief, just numerous games. And I saw this list. I remember I talked about it on another PlayStation podcast. 
but I mean, it's truly exceptional. The amount of games and some of these games, you know, they're pretty recent. Have you, do you have any interest in any of these games, Luke, that are coming up um, within the next few days? Uh, I haven't, I haven't seen them actually. So uh, I don't know. Uh, I know you mentioned some there, but I don't know what else there is. Um... Let me see. Uh, I'll read the list off. I'll read the list off. Yeah. Um, it's in it's Encryption, Far Cry 6, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, Rogue Legacy 2, Solstice, Tacoma, Dave's X Mankind Divided, Killing Floor 2, Lonely Mountains Downhill, Vampire the Masquerade, Cotteries of New York, 100 Days, Winemaking Simulator, A Hat in Time, Carto, Forager, Dodgeball, Academia, The Wild at Heart, Red Out 2, Thief. MX versus ATV Legends, Paw Patrol, Mighty Pups, Save Adventure Bay, My Friend Peppa Pig, I think that's Ash's favorite, DC League of Super Pets, The Adventures of Crypto and Ace, The Talos Principles, Deluxe Edition, Elex 2, and there's three classic games coming, Killzone Liberation, which is playable on the PSP, Worms from the PS1, and Herc's Adventures from the PS1. Some good games. Yeah, I was, I was surprised. Yeah. I was surprised. Yeah, some really, really good games there. Um... I don't think I'd play any of them, but then that's because I've got lots to play anyway. Yeah. But um, I think it's like Shredder's Revenge, that's a cool one. Uh, Inscription, people should play that. That's a really, really good game. Really good game. Um, yeah, that's good. BMG, I know that you have a PlayStation 5. Are any of these games on your must-play list right now? Uh, no, not really. I've, I'm tempted to jump into Far Cry 6, though. I haven't played Far Cry in a very, very long time. Um, I did, I, they just all look pretty much samey to me, but if it's included in the service, you know, it's you're already paying for it, so it's worth trying it out. But if I was going to out yeah. of all of them, I think Far Cry 6 is the one that I would actually pick up to play. Um but yeah, other than that, that's it. The, I, I'm, I'm always hoping every every time they announce these new games, I'm always hoping that one game on that list, a game that has been stranded on the PlayStation Three forever, and you can't play it anywhere else. Metal Gear Solid Four, Guns at Patriots. That's what I need. That is nice. the game I need. I yeah, I definitely agree. Metal Gear Solid Four is kind of um. It's kind of in gaming limbo, I guess. It's I like, think that's going to come out in these Metal Gear collections. Oh, you know, they've yeah. been out collection one. Yeah. yeah. I think we'll get that. And they also recently announced that they had it working on the 360, didn't they? Or, but they didn't release it because yeah. it would need multiple DVDs. And I was like, why not? I mean, PlayStation's advertising Final Fantasy VII on two discs. Yeah. Two discs in generations. No, Square, Square Enix are advertising it's on two discs. But re. Um, the Final Fantasy VII remake, if you, when you bought the game, was two discs as well, wasn't it? One no. game was to, to load, no, the other one was to play. The physical no. edition. Don't think so. I didn't get the physical edition, but I don't. I don't think so. Well, which That's one am more I thinking? Like, uh, dirty peasants that uh, <laughs> are physical, <laughs> physical, physical copies. Right, right. Uh. <laughs> You know what? We went back I, in the day when like Final Fantasy seven and eight and nine came out, and you're like four discs. This means it's great. Nowadays, I'm like more than one disc. Fuck off. It's just more tat. Remember the original? Remember two. the original Metal Gear Solid? <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was good. And I like that they had that little extra disc with the VR missions on and stuff. So. Oh yeah, they I did, they, didn't uh, they? Yeah, I forgot about that. I think they said sixteen was going to be multiple discs, didn't they? 
um, but they managed to uh, optimize it onto one disk. They With said that quite recently. Massive 80 gig day one patch. It's super optimized, <laughs> yeah. guys. Yeah. I have no to say, there'll be no day one. Yeah. I think they only said that I think they only did the day one patch because people were like, this performance mode is not is not good enough. I'm sure they came like, out like two weeks ago and said, there's no day one patch. It's so good. No, they did. They did, yeah. They were like, it's it's um, super optimized. So <laughs> this is before the demo. Before the demo, they were like, it's not going to get a day one patch because it's super polished and optimized. And it is, based on the demo, super polished. No doubt about that at all. But the performance mode was shit, basically. Like, it wasn't good enough. Um, so people complained about that, myself included. Uh, and then they were like, all right, we'll do a day one patch because <laughs> it's just not it's just not there. I think there was like one one bug as well, not in the demo, but in the main game that they apparently need to fix before their game launches. So um, yeah, there you go. Learn something now. <laughs> All right, I just sent you the picture for a next um, for a next topic, Ash, so you can upload it. Is it Scott Atkins? Oh uh, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> not this one. It's it's a different Hollywood guy, Nick Cage, oh, Nicholas Cage, and Hideo Kojima. Do you think uh, there's any type of collaboration for Death Stranding too? He's oh yeah, is he? Yeah, he'll be he'll be in there as a a side quest or something. I'm sure no, he's, got be, he's got to be the he's got to be the the main bad guy. Yeah, uh, he's got to be the baby. <laughs> yeah. It's Nicholas Cage yeah. that, that plays yeah. Nicholas Cage. He's got to play himself. Right. Yeah. Like yeah, in that he's... film, I still got to watch that film. I still need to watch it's it on Amazon. Amazon. Uh, the one with Pedro yeah. Pascal on Netflix. Yeah, on yeah. I watched half of it the other day. It's actually really, really good. I need to finish it. It did seem a little one where he's uh, it's that knockoff of uh, Five Nights at Freddy's as well. That's quite good. That was awful. I like that film. He doesn't, doesn't speak for the entire film. It's like that Drive Angry <laughs> film. He doesn't speak for the entire that film either. There you go. There he is. Meeting with Hideo Kojima. Yep, the writing's An pretty incredible. Cool. Hero and star and Nicolas Cage. Yeah, he, he looks there like he, he thinks he's already in the game because he's in Dead by Daylight. So he probably <laughs> thinks it's all the same thing. He doesn't have a fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he was he was high as hell when he was stood on that stage. I don't even think he knew oh, yeah. he knew where he was. Uh, that's that's yeah. Nicolas Cage most of his career. So I mean, it's just classic Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd love to see him in Death Stranding too. I think it would make for an interesting cameo. He seems to be one of the um, one of the few Hollywood actors who's actually really cool with gaming. He's probably not a gamer himself, but he's cool with being, you know, in different games and stuff. So definitely cool seeing him around. You know, um, well, he, he did. Uh, he hinted, didn't he? he? Sort of said when he was on with with uh, Jeffy Boy on stage that it's kind of a medium he wants to tap because yeah. you know he's yeah, always wanting to. Money. It's not like he cares about games. He's, he's, he's probably like 16th divorce lawyer's probably like, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you can stick a slappy face on a game. You don't have to do out. You say a few lines in your booth, they'll do the rest. He's like, oh, my God, wow. <laughs> I don't know why he's now wearing uh, his face. Right. Like yep. queen, but hey. Yeah. You know, why, it was a... Why did they make him a killer? That's what Ugh. I'm disappointed in. That was well, a missed opportunity. He's a survivor. I know that's a missed opportunity. He should have been a killer. Oh, he should have been the killer, right? He, yeah. he could have been a survivor, but he could have played like one of his actual characters. Like he didn't get fucking Bruce Campbell as Bruce Campbell. You had him as Ash. It's just weird. It's Nicolas Cage. Like he could have played any of his characters. He could have been the bad guy. He could have been that uh, from 
Renfeld or Reinfeld, whatever it is. He could have been Dracula as a bad guy. He could have been Owen. It's just weird. They've just gone, oh, just bog standard Nicolas Cage. If he had too much plastic surgery, that's what he's going to look like in this uh, game. That might be his future contracts. Any film he's in now, he has to play Nicolas Cage. (laughs) I'd be up for that. That's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Got his 60 seconds to Nick Cage. All right, two more two more bits of gaming news here, and then we'll jump into twenty questions. Um, Hallelujah! Uh, two bits of bad news, actually. Despite what Electronic Arts said, what we suspected was true. Titanfall three was in development for ten months before being canceled, according to claims made by an ex developer. Um, the news came in via an interview with the Burnet the Burn Network. When discussing canceled projects on the subject of Titanfall 3, Mohammed Alavi said, you want to hear a crazy cut story? Titanfall 3. Titanfall 2, you know, came out, did what it did. And we were like, oh, we're going to make Titanfall 3. And we worked on Titanfall 3 for 10 months, right, in earnest. I mean, we had, like, new tech for it, multiple missions going. We had a first playable, which was, like, on par to be or just better than Titanfall 2. But of course, it got cancelled. Were you a big fan of Titanfall Two, Luke? Um, and hearing this news, does is it kind of aggravating when EA was trying to say that wasn't the case? Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I loved. Uh, I loved the first Titanfall actually, but especially Two because it had that single player campaign, which was really, really, really good. Um, and yeah, I think pretty much everyone wanted a third titanfall um so it's it's a shame that you know it seemingly was in development and then got canned um yeah i mean i i hope they uh i hope they bring it back one day i think um what are respawn doing at the minute so i think they obviously they've got their stig asmussen team doing uh the star wars games the, yeah. the jedi games and then i think on their first person shooter team other than apex aren't they the ones making a um they're making a star wars game right like a first person star wars game yeah i believe um, so like a shooter so um that could be really cool but i think everybody at least at some point would love them to go back and just make another titanfall even if they did like a soft reboot like you know still first person shooter but you don't have to call it titanfall free um yeah um it would be really nice uh because um yeah, I mean, just to, to have another campaign um, like they had in 2 would be really, really good. Uh, and obviously the multiplayer was actually lots of fun in Titanfall. So, um, yeah, hopefully in the future, but I guess we'll see. The biggest problem I guess I had with Titanfall 2 was that Electronic Arts released it between two yeah, huge franchises, yeah. you know? And it's like you have Battlefield 1 on one side, and you have Call of Duty Infinite Warfare on the other side, and Titanfall 2, and the first one was multiplayer only, so it didn't have as as huge of a following necessarily as the two big franchises that it was competing with, and it feels like Electronic Arts accidentally sabotaged it from the start. You know, it's just... Yeah, yeah. It, it's such a tragedy. You know, it truly is. Um, BMG, what do you think about Titanfall 2? Were you a fan of it? And hearing this Titanfall 3 news, um, is it kind of upsetting? Was that was that the game where you was a robot? <laughs> you weren't. No, a no, robot. no, no, no. No, 
I did. I I love Titanfall too. I didn't. I, I didn't like the first one as much um, because there was no story or anything with it. You know, I, I don't mind having multiplayer and having a whole multiplayer aspect, but I yeah. generally play games for the story and the characters and things like that. And I didn't didn't really get that with Titanfall one, but two. Um, I came into two very late. I, I think I picked it up on sale for about a fiver, and you know, a few year back, and and I, I couldn't believe that I hadn't. I left it so long to play because it, it was such a brilliant game. The story between uh, it was it B B B something or other. He was called. I can't remember his name. B something. But yeah, something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, and they like. The relationship between them, the way even the way the game played, you know, is is he was going around as the pilot. I can't remember his name, and you could see BD whatever he was called, like coming down the sides and helping you out. That you could jump in him and then jump back out, and then he'll do bit or jump back in to fight. It was it was really good. It was a good story. It could have been longer, um, but I still enjoyed it. Enjoyed my time with it, and the multiplayer was fun. I, I do like the multiplayer. The problem is now, um, funny enough, it was about probably about five, six months ago, um, I jumped into the multiplayer because it's on EA Play, which, you know, is part of Game Pass. And I jumped yeah. into it and he's broken as hell and, and I didn't realise that a lot of people had stopped playing because it had been hacked and it's just pointless, pointless playing it. There's no fun in it. People, you can't play it for fun anymore. Uh, but I enjoyed it, you know, where you're just there fighting away, then you can, you know, time for Titanfall and then drop in your, the robot you picked and jump in it and start fighting and then just jump out your robot. The robot will then do its own thing to fight other Titans or, or pilots while you can then run around, zip around. And, you know, it's really good, really good. And I really enjoyed it. And the fact that they were 10 months into development of a third game and then scrapped it. Um, in a way, it makes sense on why they scrapped it because they were doing this whole single player games are dead narrative. And if it's not single player live service, it's well, well they're not even going to bother anymore. And yeah, and you know, and they did the whole thing with Star Wars Battlefront 2, had a single player, which was all right, wasn't bad. And then micro transaction, super heavy, um, multiplayer where Disney had to step in and tell them to, to change it, which is. Which was quite quite a big thing when it was all happening, because obviously license wasn't far off from being renewed or you know expiring on the deal that they had and make yeah. and make changes. But then we got obviously they released Apex instead, and the likes of um, Scott SX Two um, supporting Apex Legends. So I blame him for Titanfall Three <laughs> uh, not existing. Right. Um, so we can all blame it on him, hit him up on Twitter and just show you disgust if you're a Titanfall fan. Uh, but then we got like Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, um, you know, they re remastered the um, Mass Effect um, Legendary Edition we got, which was absolutely amazing. It's probably one of the best things I think they've done was the re redone the Mass Effect games and they did a really, really good job with them. So maybe, maybe there's a chance that they may pick up development again because now they realise single-player games aren't dead and people do enjoy them and there would be a market there for it. I would sooner have a Titanfall game campaign with multiplayer than Battlefield. Battlefield could go away and never come back again. And I don't I don't even think anybody would notice if it never came back again. Yeah. I you know it feels like it feels like Titanfall and Medal of Honor are both 
kind of victims of Electronic Arts' poor mindset as far as these types of games goes. What's Medal of Honor? <laughs> yeah, it's been gone for a while. It's been gone for like 10 years. But Medal <laughs> of Honor was basically around before Battlefield was. So, yeah, it's just it's unfortunate. Um, Ash, what are your thoughts about the Titanfall 3 news? Yeah, you expect it, don't we, nowadays? I'd like to see another Titanfall, but I, I've given up hope we're going to get one now, so I'm not that super bothered. Um, if we do get one, great, but like I say, I honestly don't think we will... Um, I don't think they're going to bother. I think they're just happy to milk that um, Apex Legends, so... Yeah. But I don't know. Like I say, I'd... Uh, I do like it though. It is it is a it is a um, good series. I played the first one. I didn't play a lot of the second one, and it could, literally because it came out around everything else. So yeah, yeah. But I'd love to go back to it and stuff. Um, yeah, not much to say really. It's just it makes you sad when you think about it. So yeah, when the news broke, I was. Um... Definitely upset because we suspected Titanfall three was a thing, but they were like, "No, no, we were never working on Titanfall 3. And of course, now we find out that's you know that what they said wasn't the case, and that they were in fact working on the Titanfall three. It kind of feels like they were trying to keep it on the down low to minimize the negative public reaction towards Electronic Arts because it feels like Titanfall two for those that pick, for those that picked it up and those that eventually played it um, that it was very well received. And it's just, it's been like nothing but almost, almost nothing but bad decisions from Electronic Arts with a lot of their franchises. You know, like they just can't get their shit together, so to speak. That's what it feels like, you know. And this news about Titanfall 3, you know, it's no big surprise. Um, and I, it's like Activision is pretty much right there with them as far as making bad decisions. You know, they, uh, first they cancel the PvE hero mode and then they want, Overwatch two players to pave or PVE missions. That kind of feels like like a shady move on their part. Um, Blizzard canceled Overwatch 2's PVE hero mode earlier this spring. The company promised that fans would still get PVE content. What they didn't tell players is that they'd have to pay to play them. On Tuesday, the company announced that when Overwatch 2 Invasion launches on August 10th, players are going to have to pay $15 for an Invasion bundle. This bundle, Blizzard says, gives players permanent access to the story missions. Um, Luke, are you an Overwatch fan? Does it surprise you coming from Blizzard, this type of news? Uh, I am a big Overwatch fan, actually. So I, um, I put over a thousand hours into the first game. Um, I watched the Overwatch League, um, kind of religiously. Um, and, um, you know, loved, uh, that game. Uh, and I played um, nowhere near as much of Overwatch 2, only like maybe 60 hours at most. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's a bit rough being an Overwatch fan, actually, because it's a bit of a strange game where, a strange franchise where it has this, you know, sort of unbelievable potential, um, but it's just never really exploited. And just when you think there's a real chance for it to be, um, Blizzard, you know, just absolutely fumble the ball on it um yeah. what they've done here so yeah i mean you know the, the, the overwatch 2 i mean the, the genesis of that game was supposed to be that um 
you at launch it would have a full story mode with it you know yeah. that really opened up the lore that told a con- kind of contiguous story um and um that it also had these kind of hero talent tree um endless replayability missions a bit like how diablo does its you know procedurally generated missions that sort of stuff you would have that you would have the story stuff and then they would add to that and then underpinning that they would all you know they had this rebooted um multiplayer mode which was a 5v5 which was, you know, kind of introducing a brand new game mode plus new characters, new maps. Now, they delivered on that element, but they said, look, we're not ready to do the single-player stuff, so we're just going to launch this free-to-play, and uh, that will come in due course. So I think it's not surprising that you have to pay for this because everybody expected you to... or you would have to pay for the single-player element. But I think people yeah. expected Overwatch 2 will come out and it will be like a, a fully-priced game we'd have all this stuff up front which they never delivered and then a few weeks ago obviously they said um yeah we're still doing story missions but actually we're we're just cancelling the kind of hero talent stuff and the the other pve elements which really pissed people off because uh people were really looking forward to that um and the story missions that they're introducing they look really cool and they're apparently uh good but Overwatch did story missions, right? It did kind of events um, every couple of months where you would jump in and it was a kind of 15, 20, 25 minute mission, uh, four player PVE, uh, and they were free. You know, they were part of the the experience of that game. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, again, you people paid money for Overwatch, so it's a bit of a different circumstance, but um, it's just... Yeah. It's just really disappointing, and I think what's more disappointing with this one is I think, you know, you pay your money fifteen dollars for for the and you get free missions. I think, um, but that just entitles you to those missions, as far as I'm aware. It does not entitle you to to what it, where the story is going, the, the missions in the future. So it means yeah. that they're going to get more money out of this by splitting it up. You know, you get free missions here, then six months down the line there'll be another free missions continuing the story. That's another fifteen dollars, please. Um, and then, like, the monetization of that game has become so aggressive now. Everything is Battle Pass-led. Um, Battle Passes are cool in one respect, but in Overwatch, they actually... I can't... Like, people... Anybody... This sounds crazy, but anybody who's played Overwatch will tell you this. In the original Overwatch, the way that you unlock cosmetics were, were loot boxes, right? They were yeah. better than the system they have now because the loot boxes in overwatch you could unlock just by playing the game you didn't have to spend any money on them you would level up you get a loot box um and you unlock like four random items and it might drop like free legendary skins for example um now you've got a battle pass your battle pass is i don't know ten dollars fifteen dollars um it has a lot of content it has legendary skins but you've got you know only ones for certain characters obviously uh, and then any other skin in the game, no matter where it is, it's all for a shop. And all the shop skins are $20, you know, $15 for a skin. So, um, like, it's just become this aggressive monetization of this game. And that doesn't, and that's extended now to the PVE. And what compounds it all and makes it worse is obviously that then they've stripped out elements of the game they were meant to include right at the beginning of the launch of Overwatch 2. So um, it's just a mess, to be honest. It's just an absolute mess. And they've just, again, completely fumbled um, their plan for the game. 
Um, and they'll look like, you know, the user base has been dropping again because people are like, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to stand, stick around um, for, you know, the same things we were waiting for in Overwatch 1, which is just hero drops, map drops. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Um, and I don't, I wouldn't, you know, I don't think if, you, if you're a non-Overwatch player, I don't think anything's really going to tempt you into playing Overwatch 2 at this point, um, which is a shame because it's a re- you know the the core of the game is still excellent. I mean, it's still a fantastic multiplayer experience, but it's it's just a it's just a mess. And uh, I don't necessarily just blame Blizzard. I think this is very much Activision led, yeah. you know, in terms of monetization and what they wanted to achieve with the franchise. Um, but yeah, it's not good at all. Yeah, I completely agree. It seems like it's been a mess since they started, especially whenever they shut down the Overwatch 1 servers. The day that they opened up Overwatch 2, it's like, wouldn't you guys give yourself at least a 30-day grace period where people could, you know, where it wouldn't put so much strain on the servers. If people couldn't get into Overwatch 2, they just go back to playing Overwatch 1 for a while. You know, that that kind of felt yeah. like um, from the start, they were making poor moves like this, and it feels like they just can't, like they can't make a good decision regarding the content delivery to save their life. That's what it seems like with Overwatch 2 so far. Yeah, I think it's just a problem with that, you know, with the I, I think the fundamental issue is that uh Activision loved the first Overwatch when it launched, right? It won all these Game of the Year awards. Yeah. Very successful, sold like 30 million copies. It made, you know, good money from microtransactions from people wanting to buy loot boxes. Um, and it was a real, there was a real buzz about it. And then the numbers started dropping because that team was not fully equipped really to deal with the live service model. Yeah. And so stuff, you know, and it could, people quickly drop off these games if you don't, you know, if you're not delivering fresh content consistently. And then since then, it's been kind of treated like the, the red-headed stepchild of blizzard's kind of portfolio of games um especially when you have like the diablo immortal next to it which it, it just makes you know and it shouldn't but it makes tons of money all the time yeah. and now you have diablo 4 which is just the fastest selling game ever and it's going to going to make loads of money for them uh, and world of warcraft that continues to, to make money and, and all that stuff so overwatch it just it just feels like Activision don't actually re- really like it, you know what I mean? Like, and and they don't resource that that Blizzard team very well as a result, and, and that causes issues. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. It looks like a mess right now. They need it's like and management needs to figure this out. You know, um, BMG, are you an Overwatch two fan at all? Are you a fan of the franchise? Um... No. No, it's not my kind of game. I, I've, said, I've seen Overwatch 1. I've got friends that play it. Um, and obviously, the, I think the whole point of it going to Overwatch 2 was this whole PvE thing with all this other story content, which they now got rid of, which is just so bizarre. Uh, and then, like I say, the pay-to-win pretty much, well, not pay-to-win, but pay-to-get stuff, it, it, the, the monetization that they do, it's... Absolutely ridiculous, but to be honest, there's not much more I could add than anything that that Luke Luke said. To be honest, because he's an Overwatch fan, um, yeah. But yeah, it's just uh, it's just Bobby Kotick, um, another thing just to make his golden parachute that little bit heavier. <laughs> right, right. Ash, yeah. what are your thoughts about Overwatch Two? 
You got? I mean, are you a fan of the franchise? No, not so, no. The, the the whole Overwatch two thing is a leaves a sour taste in the mouth. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I honestly uh, couldn't care less about it, unfortunately. So nah. I, I think I think a lot of people were really looking forward to Overwatch two, especially because of points that BMG and Luke brought up about. Um, you know the pve content that was supposed to arrive and i think something that it seems like something that blizzard really took into consideration was hey we launched it you know free to play and the last one was 60 dollars, so 15 dollar expansions isn't going to be that big of a deal but it's how it kind of feels like how they packaged the game and the the message delivery i guess yeah. just the way they've been doing it is very poor in my opinion and they definitely need to do better to do right by all the Overwatch fans, you know. Yeah, and I mean as well. I think the issue was they, they talked about this a few weeks ago, but their messaging is just being kind of garbage. Yeah. Know, from the from the the Blizzard team, you know, they they said a few weeks ago, well, you know, when they were talking about canceling the the PVE skill trees stuff, um, and, and all the the uh, related missions that were going to come out of that, they said, oh yeah, well, you know. Overwatch initially, I mean, for those who don't know, started off as a new MMO called Project Titan, and then that kind of wasn't working, so we took yeah. assets and the like the hero concept, and we made Overwatch, and that was a big success. And then, you know, the intention was we'd have like this, um, this I can't remember what they called it, like walk run sprint model, where they'd have like the walk was the first Overwatch game, a multiplayer game. And then Overwatch 2 was meant to be this big kind of PvE expansion and then with the multiplayer. And then the third thing was they were planning um, to to try and resurrect Project Titan as a kind of Overwatch MMO game yeah. or something of that nature. And they said, Lord, we, we, we were just, we, we couldn't do it. We were too quick. You know, we were, it just doesn't work. So we're stripping it back again. But they stripped the Overwatch back, you know, like it's just... They, that meant that was meant to be more expansive than it was, and they pulled that back. And it was a great multiplayer game, but it wasn't enough because they couldn't even get on top of the basic content delivery that you need. All you need in Overwatch are heroes and maps. You didn't even need yeah. modes. You just need heroes and maps. The heroes are fundamental to that game because they they completely changed the way that the game is played, um, and and the synergy between you know different uh, characters um but they they didn't do that their balancing was really poor in the first game they made all sorts of errors related to that and they pivoted one way as to how they wanted the game to be played and then they had to pivot back because nobody liked it so it's just it's just all over the place it's just and then the kind of backdrop is that is the overwatch league you know it launched a big success and now it's not doing very well it'll probably get cancelled in like another season or two um <sighs> Yeah, they're just, I, I don't know. They're just, they're just not helping themselves at all with it. Um, Jesus. Hopefully they Bungie can... to come in. Get Bungie yeah. in. There you go. They'll, they'll, they'll go, this him. is shit. This shit, cancel it. Hopefully they can get it in better shape. I do want to give a right. shout out to channel members, Muppet1169, Thimber, UK Desiris, Slayer Exclusive Gaming, Darren, Matt Kelly, Web Dave, Wandering Dutch, Shadow Mall, Back from the Dead One, Paul AFC, BMG, some random that BMG gifted. Thank you so much. Um, to become a member of our channel, it's just 99p, as Ash says. Not much. And you get all types of exclusive content. So definitely subscribe today. Also, thank you to everyone who has been listening 
and watching thus far to our podcast. We greatly appreciate it so far. BMG is exactly right. It is time for 20 questions. And BMG has our game of the day. Now, for those of you um, that may not be familiar or those of you that may not remember, you know, um, the rules, basically, the panel members have to guess. We have to ask the person who has the game. We have to ask them yes or no questions. And we have 19 questions plus the 20th is a guess of the game. And if we get it right, then our winning streak continues. However, if we get it wrong, then we lose and our winning streak is gone. Um, does anybody in the panel have any questions before we proceed? Can I, can I take my pants off? Yes. Yes, you can. Go ahead. Woo-hoo! If it makes you feel more comfortable, go ahead. <laughs> it does. It does. It's my, it go. helps my thinking. Gives me room it's, to think. It's all about your comfort, man. It's all about your comfort. That is. That is. That is very true. Uh, right. Yeah. So, and as, as we say, you're not allowed to use Google, anything like that. You've got to use your mind palace and uh, that gaming knowledge that you all possess a lot better than, uh, than me that asks stupid questions. Hence why I'm on this side. <laughs> so with that said, let the questioning begin. I will let Luke go first since he is our guest. Um, b- 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 is it a um, PS3 360 era game? No. narrows it down <laughs> and and so everyone in the panel can keep track um in the private chat i am typing these questions so if there is a little bit of a delay it's because i'm typing them out as we ask them to bmg so we're not asking the same questions more than once is it an exclusive game to one platform uh, originally yes i love bmg he gives too much away in his answers he's great in here so original All right, then let's let's change that. Then this game was yes. <laughs> hmm. I like to well, help out a bit. I don't. I don't. I don't. You know. I don't, don't want to make it see his lose or anything like that. We played twenty questions on Sunday, and they got it on the sixteenth. I think sixteenth question. Okay, so question number three: Did this game? release before the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 generation? Yes. So it's before. Okay. Call of short Um, Is it a PlayStation 2 game? No. Is it part of a franchise? Yes, that's five. All right, let me see. Was it a was it a first person shooter? No. Okay. Um. What was the answer to five? It, it was part of a franchise. Yes. yes. Part okay. of a franchise. Um, 
Hmm. I don't know. Was it a 360 game? No. Okay. Oh, sorry. I um, didn't mean 360. Was it an Xbox game? OG. No. Sorry. I thought that's what you meant. Yeah, yeah. Because we yeah. asked, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no. Um... So it's before PS2 or Xbox. That's not a question, by the way. I'm just musing. <laughs> it's a franchise. Is it um, based on a like a, a movie or something, some sort of IP, like a TV movie IP, or is it no? Like, so it's an original sort of game type game, right? The I'll, I'll give you a little bit of help. The obviously this game was originally exclusive. Um, but in later years and more iterations of the game, it's gone multi-platform. Right. All right. Um, is it... Hold on a second. Let me see. So it's before the Xbox. Okay. Let me see. So it had to... If it's not a PS2 game, then it's not... Um, Ask what type of developer it is or where they're from. Okay. Um, I'm thinking, where is... Okay. Yes or no questions, right? Mm -hmm. um, hmm. Is this for... Oh, damn it. Is the developer from Asia? No. There's, there's really only three locales. I mean, as far as a lot of these games, it's going to be either Asia, Europe, or the U.S. So, mm. um, is it a platforming game? Yes, that's ten. Trying to think now. I'm trying to think. Is the main character a bandicoot? <laughs> no. I just had to ask. <laughs> um, it's a platforming game. It's part of a franchise. It's not based on an IP. Before the PS2 era OG Xbox was it made by an English developer no interesting cuts out rare and I'm assuming I'm assuming by yeah by asking English you mean in UK developer yeah yeah like there's cool. Welsh development teams and no shit. no I wouldn't yeah. do that yet. I would nope. not uh, yeah right <laughs> well not this time anyway
Is the developer from the United States? Yes. Okay. Burning through uh, questions today. Uh, so is the main character a dragon? Yes. Is is it the first in a series? Yes, that's 15. I would assume that it's Spyro the Dragon. Otherwise, the <laughs> It <some> is. <laughs> it is Spyro the Dragon, released in 1998 on the PlayStation 1, developed by Insomniac Games and published by Sony. Nice. Fimba got it. I, uh, I saw Fimba put it in chat and I put a laugh out loud underneath. I thought, oh, he's got it. <laughs> Very good. Control. Very nice. Thank you, Luke, for helping us maintain our winning streak. We greatly appreciate it. No problem. No problem. The streak continues. The streak continues. Will we play and... Thursday? God knows. Oh, God. Oh, no. Probably That's... not we read us. Yeah, probably not. Probably Make not. sure you all say in chat you want your 20 questions. Yes. In chat on Thursday, 20 questions. Ask for it. Yes. And if you don't get it, we'll start a petition. Yeah, right. There you go. Have the removal, immediate removal and dismissal of Redder's TV. <laughs> right. We'll see if that works. <laughs> I do want to say thanks to everyone who uh, joined us during this podcast in the chat. UK Dazarus, Pixel Slapper, Thimber, Fusion 64, Sappho. If I forgot anyone, I do apologize. Um, thank you so much. If you did enjoy this podcast, definitely hit the like button. Share it with someone else who may enjoy it as well. And like I said, don't forget to subscribe to the XPN Network on YouTube. We greatly appreciate it. Um, but before we close out, Luke, do you want to tell our viewers, listeners, where they can find you out on social media? Yeah, just keep it simple. Follow me uh, at LukeSteel90 on Twitter. Nice. Outstanding. Uh, BMG, yourself? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Boltman Gamer, PlayStation Boltman Gamer 86, Xbox Boltman Gamer. Oh, and obviously here over the XBN Network, Tuesdays, 8.30 p.m. BST for the PS Empire podcast and Thursdays, 8 p.m. BST for the XBL party podcast and anything else we come up with in between. Nice, outstanding. Ash, do you want to tell them where they can find you on social media, podcasts, etc.? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter. I'm underscore Ghostbuster with a zero instead of an O. And I also run the XPN Network socials as well, so you can basically catch me there. Um, and I'm doing content all the time for the channel. I've recorded seven videos today. So we had three reviews go live and a members-only tier list video went live today as well, uh, where I rank like game franchise reboot so you can get that now if you are a member if not it'll be live in three months on the channel for everyone and there's more reviews coming um over the next couple of days nice outstanding um as for myself i am helping ash with a number of these videos lending my lending my voice to the review videos um I'm also on the XBN podcasts that are on Tuesday, which is the PSN Party podcast. That's at 2.30 p.m. Central Time, uh, 8.30 p.m. in the U.K., 
and the XBL Party podcast, which is on Thursdays, 2 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. in the UK. You can catch me in those podcasts. I'm also on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. It's all SSG Sentinel, just as it is below my name, so you can definitely check me out there as well. Um, again, Luke, thank you so much for joining us for this podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Exceptional mm-hmm. guest as always. Thank you so much. Um, thank you, everyone who checked out our podcast. And definitely tune in on Thursday for the XBL Party podcast as well. We will see you guys later. Hail Satan.